0: Drum. Beat out old trouble on the drum and kick all trouble out the door. Beat me that riddle on the drum. Beat me that riddle on the drum. Beat me that riddle on the drum and kick all trouble out the door. Kick him out the door.
1: Welcome to Radical Australia on Community Radio 3CR. Kelly Whitworth, the world's greatest producer, bar one, has just (laughs) wandered into the studio at the last moment. Hello, Kelly.
0: Uh, Hello, Joe. How are you?
1: Well, I was well, but I expected to actually rub shoulders with you earlier on today. But uh, I assume that with your new job, you're never available. Is that correct?
0: I've got about... Four jobs at the moment. Four jobs. Yeah, four little jobbies.
1: Well, don't tell us because the taxman will be after you. Oh,
0: it's all legit.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. That's why the taxman is after oh, yeah, you. Yeah. If it was illegit, he'd be all right. Oh. Now, you've actually dragged in a guest into the studio. Who yeah. is this young man?
0: Oh, we'll let him introduce himself.
1: Oh, come on. You're supposed to introduce the guest. Come on.
0: Um, Do your kind of work. Symbols, it is. <laughs>
2: Had
0: this on, Mr. Arthur Bolkus
1: Excellent. Well, <laughs> pro- well pronounced. Yeah, she's she's very well educated. You know what? One. He
0: got me to um, introduce you because he would have stuffed up the pronunciation Arthur of your name. Arthur Bolkus. Bolkus
1: He is a neighbour. He's Greek. We don't stuff up. We were colonised by the Greeks, the Sicilians. Many thousands of years ago, and we have never forgotten how to pronounce Greek names. Isn't that correct?
2: Well, I'm, I'm assuming you're, you're right in saying oh, that. I don't know. Historically,
1: I'm right because I know, I know what you colonizers were like. Yeah. All right, 3,000 years ago.
2: All right.
1: Now, Arthur. Yes. Look, you've got about 56 minutes, no interruptions. Oh, wow. No ads. It's all, no about,
0: it's all about you, you, you. Oh, okay. Well,
1: actually, it's more, more <laughs> Can you than you. Handle it's that? about what you've done. There's a yeah, the difference. I yeah, mean, yeah. we could talk about your blood pressure, pulse, no, temperature. No, no. We're not going go
2: to I'm actually pretty healthy.
1: Well, that doesn't, it doesn't mean you haven't got a blood pressure well, or a pulse. You I, I
2: do that. have a pulse, actually, I
1: think. Yeah, well, you are talking. Now, <laughs> Arthur, what year were you born?
2: 1955. My God, you,
1: you've got to show me a bit of respect. I'm actually older than you, you know.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: but the thing is, what you say is you earn respect, Joe. You don't yeah. expect it because of your age. I know a lot of bastards who are elderly and they've been bastards all their lives and because they're old, it doesn't make any difference, does it? No, of course no, not. No, Were you born here or overseas? I was
2: born um, in the old women's hospital in Carlton. And so but I'm a Carlton supporter. Yeah. <clears throat> Jesse McPherson or the Royal Women's? Would have been the old uh, The Royal
1: Women's. The Royal Women's, Royal Women's. Mm. yeah. Carlton supporter. We were living and around the, the doors over there. Okay. No, okay. You no. can leave well, now. You know,
2: in those days <laughs> you were born in the suburb. I couldn't no. have barracked for Collingwood or Fitzroy, oh. for goodness sakes. I, would well, have been, I agree. Yeah. I would have been deported.
1: You wouldn't have survived.
2: <clears throat> That's exactly right. So where did your parents come from? Uh my parents migrated here from a little island in the north of GNC called Lemnos. Oh, Yep. Very, very close to the Turkish mainland. Mm. Anyway, they came here in 1952 and I was born a couple of years later.
1: Did they come because of conflict or because they just wanted uh, to the, live a better life? The
2: war had messed up yes. Greece. Yeah. My father's political leanings weren't uh, kosher with everyone.
1: So what, he was part of the communist opposition that lost the civil war
2: um, yeah something along those lines yeah, and he got yeah. into a bit of trouble yeah. and uh, mm. they threw him in the clink for yeah. a couple of nights yeah and so he said stuff this let's go to Australia
1: well I agree look a lot of people were dying disappearing during that period oh, after course. the second World of War course. it was a People don't understand how horrendous it was in Greek after the Second mm. World War with that uh, mm. the civil war that uh,
2: politically, economically, the yeah, whole place was, was a mess. Was a so mess. they came to Australia. Ah, of course, Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah. And I, well, Bonagilla. Bonagilla, Yep. yep. And then. Uh, Where's
0: that. What? Don't scream <laughs> in the microphone. You don't
1: know
2: where Bonag. <gasps> see.
0: I know Bonnie Doon.
2: <laughs> Bonnie Doon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kelly. I got to laugh. Monagilla is the common experience of the poor migrant masses that were washed ashore. On the, We were chucked out That's in right. the countryside right. in the middle of nowhere. People called North. us dagos North. and wops and, and, and wogs. And wogs. And, and we were left to fend for ourselves. That was Bonagilla.
0: Well, is that an expression or is that a place? That is
2: a place. It's sort of northern Victoria, Victoria.
0: Bonagilla, okay. Yeah. Well, I learnt something. Yeah. yeah, well. Was that a migrants uh like camp?
2: Yeah, it was uh, like a transition sort yeah, it of a a place. yeah, it was a did detention centre. Yeah. Did you have the
0: then what do they call the Nissan huts? Oh I
2: don't know. He I, did he wasn't born I wasn't in born there. Ah. so what used to
1: come is you'd arrive on the ship, you've got the dross of the of southern Europe, Italians <laughs> You know, Greeks. We were there to to kind of dig holes and you know snowy mountain scheming all that bullshit. Man the factories. Man the factories. All
2: the jobs that the Anglos didn't want.
1: Well the trouble was, you know, they realized that it was you know, remember the old slogan then? It was populate or perish. Yes. Because of the close encounters we had with the Japanese imperial forces. So they used to send them to Bonagilla and most of them would go, (laughs) I'm sure your parents had stories about Bonagilla. Yeah, yeah.
2: Fortunately there was some others from the island who'd come before them yep. they had a few connections so they went and grabbed them and brought them back to Melbourne and put them in a one uh, well four uh, th- three my sisters my mum and dad four of them mm-hmm. lived in a one room yep. in a house on Olgin Street yep yeah uh, Mm. And then I was born there later.
1: Yeah, and they paid extreme rents to their brothers and sisters yeah. from Greece who exploited
2: them. Well, no, no, <laughs> no. they were good. The Limnians, oh, good. the islanders are good people. They were all right. Yeah. They didn't exploit they each They look other. after each other. Yeah, not like the Sicilians. That's Lemnos, that's right.
0: Right. is that? That's not Lesbos, is it? No,
2: Lesbos is Lesbos. close to. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, much, yeah. much larger island, oh, Lesbos. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're learning a lot today, Kelly. Yes. I'm impressed.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> always learn heaps from our guests. Not you as much, but from our guests. <laughs> well,
1: that, that's he, the whole he point. He knows of, his history, though.
2: He's pretty
0: You reckon?s he history. does? You reckon he does? Uh, I
1: don't know any history. I just make it up as I go along. <laughs> mm. So, you, see, you mentioned sisters. How many of them were around?
2: Uh, two. Uh, two years and four years older than me, yeah. respectively. Anybody after you? Any kids? No. No, that was uh, it. There were a few. Well, oh. I was the lucky one because there were a few that sort of didn't Mm. Uh, survive, right? The birth process, mm. and um, apparently I was—I'm lucky to be here too, because apparently Mum tried to abort me. all right right. But I must all have right. been pretty resilient. I, ho- I hope
1: your Mum's not around to listen to this. Well,
2: she's ninety-four, so, so she's, she's probably- <laughs> all right. This is gets
1: podcasted. you know. Yeah, but she that's is. It's
0: amazing.
1: Ninety-four. Yeah. Oh, well, little Joe's Mum at the front. She's ninety. And She's in a similar position. <laughs> mm. Yeah, all right. And your dad obviously died he, No, years he passed ago.
2: away yeah. 44 years ago. Yeah, oh. they used to
1: work hard, drink he, hard, smoke hard, he, and die early.
2: Well, well, he suffered a, a serious accident right. working in an iron foundry. Mm-hmm. And in those days, there were no interpreter services. No. And uh, they put a, a, a document in front of him and asked him to sign it. And he didn't know what he was signing, and he did. Mm. And he signed his rights away, mm. and he got put on the disability pension. Right. So he became redundant at the age of, I don't know, 43 or something.
1: Yeah. You don't know what the accident was?
2: Uh, all I remember as a kid was mm-hmm. going to visit him in the Royal Melbourne, mm-hmm. uh, where I visited oh, countless times right. after that, right. yeah. and we'd take turns. Who's mm-hmm. going to go to the hospital right. with Dad? Yeah, to translate That's right oh. yeah. And we hated going to the hospital yeah, yeah. Anyway uh, Yeah So All I remember is him in bed Looking really really sick With blood red eyes And apparently some metal bar had gone into his head And affected his ner- mm-hmm. nervous system Yeah Now yeah. it was horrendous that period Because as you said
1: there were no interpreters You know you would be eight or nine And you'd Company your mum to hospital, and the most intimate questions were asked, and you were supposed to be the interpreter. Yeah, that's common experience of people our age. it was. It was. So I assumed when you went to school in Carlton,
2: you Mm. didn't speak a word of English. Well, uh, inside the house we're in Greece. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. And and the outside was painted, of course, blue and white. Yep, yep. (laughs) Famous Greek colours like the flag. Yeah, no wonder Um, you're a Carlton supporter. (laughs) so it was greek everything greek food greek language greek music greek 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 and uh when i stepped out of the house i was in australia and um uh, i i liken it people from my generation to having cultural schizophrenia we weren't sure whether, <laughs> whether we were greek or aussie yeah, yeah. um and so that was a bit confusing, yeah. yeah.
1: It, it kind of resolved itself as you get older, because you realise you're really not Greek and you're really not Aussie. <laughs> you,
2: well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you, know, you got... So where, where was primary school? I went to a school called Lee Street State School in mm. uh, in Carlton. Mm. Um, yeah. Anything the, memorable? Uh, some of the teachers. <laughs> well, two, two teachers. They were great teachers. One was an arsehole. Yep. And I hated his guts because yeah. he gave me and... The cuts, yeah. Peter Barry and Noel Williams, six yeah. cuts each. Yeah, yeah. Hey? What did you do? Oh, we gave a bit of cheek to a visiting... Te- well, we had fun with a visiting teachers. Well, everybody did that. And this officious bastard comes yeah. in the next day. You, you, you yeah, at the front. Yeah. Yeah. And he did it until we started to cry. Oh. Mm-hmm. Cane a, or strap? A strap. Yeah. But he hit Noel across yeah. the wrist Ooh. on the last one. And he and the and the kids uh yeah. the kids i remember his uh, his wrist just swelled up yeah. and he went home and his father was a i don't know a, a truck driver or yeah. A, yeah. A, you know warfey or something he and wasn't he came impressed. To, and he wanted to kill him <laughs> and i was hoping he did so that was him yeah, and the other one but then there was uh, Miss Pratt Miss Pratt There's always yes. a Miss Pratt in every young boy I fell in love with Miss Pratt yes. I, f- I followed at home a few times <laughs> Oh,
1: whoa
2: Stalking uh, yeah. yeah I was I was in grade, I don't know, four or something yeah. she, I used to stutter when I was a kid quite mm. a lot I was very nervous uh-huh. And she was a part-time actor And sometimes I'd see her on TV on Division remember Division oh, 4 I remember
1: Division 4, yep All and those she- car chase in the back yeah. lanes of Carlton Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was Is that like, a cop uh, show? Yeah, it was yeah. And uh, I'd sort of swoon, you know, oh, that's Miss Pratt. And then in class, she would get us out the front and say, right, I want you to be this or that, act it out. And although I was very nervous at first, I started coming out of my my skin a little bit and doing it and developed a real confidence. So I attribute to her my ability to stand in front of people and speak without fear. And that was
1: that's such an incredible yeah. breakthrough because it does it does gives you a standing in that community the fact that you're from a different background you speak a different language and you're there and you're talking to everybody else mm. in that second language not your first language absolutely it's an extraordinary
2: and that's where I developed a love for acting. Right. which I did right through.
0: Oh, yeah, Arthur does some acting as well, Joe. I think. Look,
2: it's all right. That's the whole point of we having all, Fifty-six
1: minutes. We, we <laughs> you just keep it to yourself, darling. All we, right. We, we all darling. do acting, <laughs> all of us. Exactly, and that's what he's doing. Now. I, he's very good at. It. Tell, Joe
0: fancies himself as a bit of an actor. Yeah,
1: no, I'm no actor.
0: <laughs> anyway. Yeah.
1: yeah. Anyway. All right, Miss Pratt, so, set you on the path to stardom. Yeah, yeah, High so, school. What was that yeah. like? I went to Princess Hill High Oh yeah, yeah, good old alma mater in Melbourne, Princess yeah. Hill But not in those days A no, no, bit no. tougher in those days, oh, wasn't mate. it?
2: In those days, <laughs> I remember the police Coming to the school every so often yeah. Because <laughs> some kid had assaulted a teacher yeah. um, You know, smashed vandalism It, yeah. was, it was pretty heavy yeah. And the whole place was a, a hazard Because of a potential fire In fact, the year that I left uh, or the year after uh, the fire, a kid apparently during the Christmas holiday set it alight. Right, and we—I spent Year Ten in cubicles on Princess Park. Right, and didn't get much edu- edumacation. Edumacation, yeah, as a friend of mine calls it. <laughs> yeah, um, and then the following year we moved from Carlton to Thornbury. Oh yeah. Now in those days, if you lived in the inner city, that was
1: out of suburbs.
2: Well, not a, but. <laughs> success was kind of measured by can you move out of here yeah that's right it's not (laughs) ironical now it's kind of the reverse yeah um so my dad um having had the accident and all um he had worked and saved a bit of money and he needed a bit more money to keep the house in carlton which which he'd um paid off I think mm. we had a double story Victorian Terrace it mm. was the only one in the block can you imagine yep. huge beautiful house yep. uh, and he wanted to buy this dump in Thornbury <laughs> a tree had sort of fallen into the back of it the rooms had been smashed when we went there he, I said what you bought this dump <laughs> and he said yeah and I said so who's going to fix it and he said you and me <laughs> I said what me how old were you then I would have been Fifteen? Yeah, yeah. Fourteen, yeah, fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only time I spent time with my father was when we were fixing something. Yeah. You yeah, know, and begrudgingly yeah. I'd have yeah, to work. Yeah. Um, but that's what it was like.
1: Of course. They, they weren't people who communicated with no. their children. It was a different world. All this namby-pamby stuff,
2: <laughs> you know. you let to- No, some of the namby-pamby stuff you need. <laughs> oh, do you? Oh, <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I
1: disagree with you, but that's a different story. Um,
2: no, I... There's a talk I, I've given over the years to boys called... I've got to change the title now in this age of political correctness, uh, though. Uh. Uh, masculinity, the battle to be a man. The battle to be a man. That's right. Yeah, and I talk a lot about father all Oh, right. We'll, go, we'll get
1: to that. Sure, sure. When did you leave high school?
2: Uh, I did three years. I did mm-hmm. year 10, 11, 12. I matriculated. So we used to, call? no, HSC'd it. HSC did. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> in um, 1973. Oh, did that lead to anything? It did. Well, uh, look, I, I did very well in year 12. Well, you're a migrant kid, obviously. You did No, well. no, but I didn't expect to do as well as I did. You didn't cheat. I mean, I was. Did I you was, didn't, cheat, did no, you? I didn't cheat. No, I didn't cheat. Okay, all right. I was studious <laughs> yeah. and all yeah. that, but um, I don't know. the The exam questions were perfect. Yeah. The yeah. pen was flowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was always pretty good with language.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, Miss Pratt. <laughs> That's right. Yeah.
2: And I duxed year twelve.
0: Oh, nothing
1: I'm wrong with well that. Done. Yeah, it was nothing s- wrong with. Ducks in year 12 Only We've one had a few ducks in the a studio Must be and, we've yeah. had a, and we've had a few ducks too. <laughs> A few ducks I'm sure. We even had one <laughs> person I interviewed here. Um, It could have been before your time Kelly He, he was actually uh, Expelled <laughs> At preschool, <laughs> he, was pre-school. Such, <laughs> he was so difficult yeah. <laughs> That was his badge Of courage Yeah
2: yeah, and, and uh, so
1: you became ducks. Apart, hang on, there's yeah. more. There's, there's more. more. Oh, there's more. What <laughs> school captain, yes, prefect, yes, head jumper, house captain, head house prefect. captain.
2: Mean, you still got your man. jumper? No, no. Your tie. I used to have a badge. I used to That's walk true. around like Marshall Dillon. Yeah. You, yeah. You, a car, you. Yeah. Do this. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Didn't badge. anybody
1: beat you up just to teach
2: you a lesson? No, everyone liked me. I was. All oh, right. Was a, I was a likable kid. Yeah, yeah you're look, an actor. I keep forgetting. but I was also. Into sport, I was. Oh right! I used to throw the javelin.
1: Ooh. it's an old Greek, you know, yeah, yeah, genetic
2: tradition. <laughs> and uh, so I achieved a fair bit of success in the Melbourne, all Melbourne school sports. And so you know, people—that's right. You know what it's like when you're yeah, a kid. You're either yeah. a non-entity or you're a somebody. That's right. You, you would have been house captain too. Yeah, I was. Just, of course, everyone. Knew do you remember?
1: <laughs> do, you, do you remember what house you were in?
2: Uh, it was a blue colour. A blue colour. always blue.
1: Do you actually remember the song? No. No. no I, remember. I remember part of my song. Go on. And go, go on. on yeah. what, what, colour? what colour? Red, of course. Red. Delta, delta, boom, boom, boom.
2: <laughs> you know, that's all I remember. Oh, geez, that's not much.
1: <laughs> well, it's more than you. You yeah. couldn't even remember the first line. Yeah,
2: fair enough. I remember other things. It's all a, right, it's so
1: what did this lead to? Come
2: on. All right, so, uh, well, at the end... Before the results came out, mm-hmm. right, uh, I sort of thought, now, what am I going to do next year? Yeah. It's a good question, isn't it, when yeah, you're well, 17, 18? Yeah. Anyway, my art teacher said to me, Arthur, you should become a sculptor. <laughs> no, because I was pretty good at, I know this sounds like I'm boasting. I'm not. No, a, no, no, I'm sure you're true. good at everything. Uh, no, not yeah. everything. Maths, I was, I just didn't get it, mate. Oh, it's well, like that, that excludes you
1: wife. from the academic world, I was mate. You need maths. I was you need maths. A maths B. Oh, English, you're French, like physics, Mr. chemistry. You're
2: sounding like Mr. Lankhorst. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> what you need, boy, to get like, ahead. I didn't like him either. <laughs> so, well, you didn't, I, so what I did, put, you, I put what did the, you do I for put, year twelve? <laughs> well, I didn't do maths and science and all, <laughs> all that stuff. What uh, a waste! What a waste!
1: School no. captain, head prefect, no, house captain, no, no. champion javelin thrower. <laughs> and you didn't do maths? No. Did you, did you do English at least?
2: I did, of course. <laughs> English, it was a compulsory. What are you on about? I mean, I loved English. Anyway, no, look, so she said, Arthur, you should think about it. And, and my reaction was, a sculptor, that's not a job. <laughs> that's right. right? Anyway, I thought about it and then I thought, okay, maybe I should consider that. Uh-huh. So I went to this little college in Preston at the this time. Was,
1: this was after your results or before? No, before. All right,
2: yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure what to how, do, how yeah, I'd yeah, gone. Yeah. So I went there and they said, have you got any work? And I showed them a couple of busts I'd made. Is this some... the Preston Institute of Technology? Oh, I don't know what it Pitt, was called. The Preston Institute of Technology. Right, that's what it was. Yeah. Anyway, and they accepted me into the course. Yeah, they accepted like... anybody. They accepted my no, late all wife. All right, all right, They accepted right. my late wife. So. <laughs> So I I remember I walked out and I was really kind of excited and happy I thought I'm going to be a sculptor The only problem was, how do you tell your dad? (laughs) Right? So I went home and I told him and he said, what? (laughs) What's that? (laughs) And I said, you know, Dad, we're Greeks. You know, <laughs> Greeks are pretty famous for sculpture. <laughs> <laughs> he was an okay au with all that. He Do you know what he used to say to me? What? I want you to become a lawyer or a doctor. Well, you need maths, a mate. Lawyer or, <laughs> no, you need look, maths. No, you don't. For a doctor you do yes. in those days. For a doctor you do, but not for a lawyer. Well, all right. So. And, uh, of course, when your father, who's important to you, and you want to make him proud and all that, When he keeps saying that, he kind of drums it into your subconscious. And so, here's the thing. When I unexpectedly duxed it, suddenly the path was open to become a lawyer. Mm. And that's where I made one of the biggest mistakes in my young life. True. (laughs) I went went to Melbourne Uni and enrolled and I did an arts law degree. Arts was okay. Humanities. But law, Uh I only did that because father wanted me to. And, and... I thought, if I become a lawyer, I'll never be poor again. Because we were poor. I grew up on yeah. welfare. Yeah. Yeah. Welfare, I can tell you so many stories. Yeah, yeah. I had hang-ups about it. Mm. Mm. I did things that were wrong to mm. compensate. Mm. I was an accomplished little thief when I was young. Now, you've probably stolen something in your life, Kelly. And I'm sure you have too. Oh, obviously, <laughs> obviously. But you know, we're migrant kids. Come on. But we're, most people give it a go and sort yeah. of stop at some point. But Me, you, uh, I kept going. Uh, I loved it. I yeah. loved it. I yeah. found it so incredibly liberating, adrenaline driving,
1: yeah, and yeah. Ex- you didn't get to stealing cars, did you? No, no, not Oh, cars. that's all right.
2: That's I wasn't a. I was going to say not a bad kid. (laughs) Here I am stealing, but no, I started stealing little things. And and you know what's interesting about that? The first time I remember stealing something, I was about six, and it was Uh, down on the corner milk bar, Mister Grotch. uh, Then I said to old Mister Grotch, "Can I have some humbugs from the jar there?" And when he put the ladder, I started to climb up. (laughs) Arthur, (laughs) steal the lollies from the counter. (laughs) That voice. Right? Yeah, yeah, the voice. And I listened to that voice. Yeah. Now, I had money and dad and mum both worked then. Yeah. So it wasn't just because I was Mm. poor. I did it because I didn't listen to my conscience. Mm. But after Mm. he had the accident, I then Mm. uh, rationalised everything I did. I justified it. Yeah, but But you've got to university, you're doing arts law, so what happens? uh, I I should have stopped doing law. Look, immediately I started, I was honestly. I felt afraid. I felt, I felt inept. I felt like I shouldn't have been there because in those days, particularly then, Melbourne Law was private school. Yep. Yep. I mean, I was, I was the one out. Yep. Um, and <laughs> to try and fit in, I did some crazy things. Like, I'll give you an example. I went to Maya one day, and I knock off this herringbone tweed jacket with leather patches on the sleeve. looked oh, really studious, you yeah, know. Yeah, very nice. And I got myself an attaché case, mm. which was bloody useless, but it looked good. Mm. I had my, my initials <laughs> put on the side, and I got a friggin' pipe.
1: Mm-hmm. A pipe, yeah. Which
2: kept going out. I yeah. couldn't ever keep it alight, <laughs> the bloody thing. And I walked around uni like this, uh, using... Big words yeah. I worked indefatigably on the weekend Yes mm. You know, what the hell does that mean? Mm. Uh, who mm. talks like that? Mm. Lawyers. People trying to impress <laughs> Exactly um, uh, I know, and, right. and so I, I tried to fit into their world That's as I right, saw it man. And the more I did that, the more depressed and confused I got
1: You know what they do now, mate What do they do now? They give you a scholarship in high school So they get you about year 10 to these nice private skills by the time you graduate you'd be you're one of them intellectually and mentally but in your day they didn't have that
2: no now no. wonder you went off the rails. but I did receive um, the, I can't remember the name the government because I was a poor kid yeah it was a
1: Commonwealth scholarship to go. yeah Commonwealth scholarship yeah. to go to university
2: but it was conditional on you part you know, yeah continuing yeah. to pass that's right so anyway long story short I got through first year just mm. By second year, I'm starting to really gag. I, mm. I, I couldn't handle the subject. I couldn't even understand what I was reading.
1: Mm.
2: Mind you, that's pretty common. That's why they're lawyers, you know? Yeah. Um, and I started uh, drinking a lot. I started going, I, I say to young people, you know you've got a problem with alcohol when you drink on your own to get drunk. And that's what I was doing. Um, were but you still living at home then? Yeah, or? yeah, I was living yeah. at home. Uh, yeah. Where could I live? Yeah. Uh, where else? Uh, and in my third year, I really hit a brick wall. Uh, towards the end of that year, I started clubbing discos. I went to the first disco in Melbourne. It was called the BBC, the Bombay Bicycle Club. Club. Oh. Where was that? And it was on Burke Street opposite the Meyer entrance, entrance on yeah. the first floor. Yeah, yeah. Um and I remember entering this, this, this place and I was spellbound. It was exotic. It was, it was fascinating. I loved it. And it was in there that I met my first serious girlfriend. Mm. And she was a few years older than me, you know, the older woman syndrome. Yep, yep. And um, she was a model. And when she walked past me, mate, I was mesmerised. Miss Pratt, Miss Pratt was an actress. She was a model at all. It all links in, you (laughs) know. Yeah, it does. (laughs) So anyway, um, I I got to meet her at the Mm. bar, Mm. and uh, we got talking, and we dated, and then we became an item, Mm. and. I was then away from home a lot, staying at her flat in Armadale, mm. and she had a two-year-old son from a relationship that hadn't worked out. And um, I started, like parents would say, well, you know, wh- wh- "Where are you? Why are you going to be away?" And I'd start lying, you know, lying, of course. Mm. Well, I mean, when you steal, where'd that, you get that? Yeah. You know, I'd make up stories. Yeah, and and somebody,
1: was, got, a nice, nice friend gave it to me. That's right, <laughs> stuff mm, like that. Mm, mm. Anyway,
2: I'm studying at the library. <laughs> And one day, um, let's call her Paula. Yeah. Paula says to me um, at a party, "Oh, do you smoke?" And I thought she meant cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. And I said, "Oh, sometimes." So she opens a bag and pulls out a great big joint. Yeah. (laughs) Lights it up, and as she did that, I'm staring at her, thinking, "Shit, drugs! She uses drugs!" (laughs) Because I'd never touched it. I'd been offered it at the footy club and here and there, because I was an athlete. See. Anyway, and she hands it across And I remember, I'm sitting there Should I, shouldn't I? You better take it She might think you're a nerd Exactly And and not only that Have a look at them They're all cacking themselves And I was a bit of a depressive So I took it, nearly choked She laughed, thought it was cute Mm. And then she said, look, this is how you do it (laughs) Hold it, hold it, hold it Let it out And all of a sudden Kaboom I seriously, within a very short period of time, concluded that the meaning and purpose of life is to be stoned on this stuff. Right. Because <laughs> it was just so good. Mm. And all that fear and insecurity just dissolved. Mm. It's like Clark Kent and Superman mm. when I was high. Anyway, uh, money became a problem. Money because I'm a poor student, I'm struggling. I'm supplementing the income that I get from the government every Christmas holidays, right through from, I think yep. it was year nine. I became financially independent, independent. of my parents. Mm. And I had to work, I had yep. to work after school, catch, get on my bike, ride there, ride back. And I particularly didn't like Christmas holidays because honestly, six days a week, nine till nine, I worked in this milk bar delicatessen. Now that's ridiculous. Kids shouldn't. Mm. Um, so I made money, but I also felt that I was being ripped off. The boss was a good bloke. He
1: just didn't pay you enough. Didn't pay me
2: enough, <laughs> and and I got all the you know clean the shit <laughs> off the footpath, yeah. when the dog craps, no, uh, do no. the bottles, clean mm. the floors, serve the mm. customers, and say yes, mm. ma'am, mm. thank you, sir. Mm. Um, and sometimes he'd take off. I'll be back in a minute and disappear for an hour and a half, yeah, and I'm he was running going down like for a coffee and range. a hand, coffee and a hand of clubs at the Greek Club, mate. Uh, hand of cards. Screw, you didn't know what was happening? Screw his girlfriend more like. like yeah. Well, you never know. <laughs> uh, well, I, I did not <laughs> know. know. didn't <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> uh, and so what I used to do, because in this world, he wouldn't didn't take money from the till. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. I didn't just take it. I wasn't that stupid. <laughs> when when I'd get a $20, you know, um, what do you call it? A lobster, yeah. When you get a lobster. No, not a lobster. $20. Sale. Uh, a, a, a sale. That's uh, the word. A sale. I hate it when I can't think of the words. <laughs> um, I'd register 17. Well, fair enough. Three. And the uh, next one, two. That's yeah, five. Yeah. By the end of the day, eh, this uh, isn't too uh, bad. Yeah. The other thing I'd do on the way home on my push bike I'd leave a carton or two of tobacco in some boxes outside the store room,
0: yeah.
2: jar of planter's yeah. cashew nuts, yeah. which I loved. were yeah. expensive. Well, you know. He yeah. it over him. You knew about his girlfriend, mate. <laughs> he couldn't complain. And I'd sell the smokes half price at school. Yeah. I even had a couple of parents who were customers. No wonder you were so popular. So I was an entrepreneur <laughs> in the making. All right, all right. So what happened to your university? Well, uh, it just got worse of course when you're stoned all the time mm. um, you forget to stay <laughs> um, I re- from those days if I had my notebooks yeah. you would see half finished sentences because mm-hmm. I could never remember the end of it you know I was too off my face I used to carry around a little pocket bong mm. which attached to my belt at uni right. and mm-hmm. before a lecture or anything have us, have wherever us. I was I could be yep. you know and just walking around yeah. the uni and I'd have a suck and I'll Have, have a hit yeah, and then yeah. go in. Yeah. So this developed into a real problem. And I was addicted to dope. And people used to say to me, you can't be addicted to dope. And I used to think, well, shit, I am. Like, if I didn't have it, I'd start really getting anxious and hung up. And, mm. and then, of course, when there's a drought and there's no dope and you want something, someone will say, how about a bit of powder? How about a snort of this? Mm. And me... I didn't sort of say what is it. Mm. I said yes, please. I was very fortunate in those days. Heroin in the late seventies in Melbourne it was there, but it wasn't. Um, it wasn't circulating as much as it has in other periods over there. Because heroin's always around. It's been yeah, around. It comes yeah. and goes. Other drugs come. Um, if someone honestly. Said to me, "Look, this is this is a fit. You stick it in your vein." I'd say, "Oh, come on, show me." That's what I was like. I like right. And I'd also be really irresponsible about it because I'd cocktail. I'd have this and that and that all together. Like the first time I tried acid, man, mm. I'd had um, what's that pill that people use to sedate themselves? I I like Valium. 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 Yeah. You know, I had a few Valiums. Mm. I had a few Mandys. You remember <laughs> Mandys with Valium. Yeah, is I that mandrax, mandrax mandrax uh, is that a
0: heavier sleeper than yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very heavy. in yeah. fact
2: it was prohibited eventually yeah, oh. yeah killed too people. many people yeah, yeah. absolutely and uh, then I'd be drinking and smoking you know so my head and um one day I failed and they withdrew my scholarship scholarship yeah. now seven days a week wouldn't have cut it you know I'm desperate now for yeah. money yeah. I need real money um would have been good if I'd gone to my dad and mum and had a talk and said I got problem or, or someone, yep. you know. But I didn't mm. because I didn't grow up learning to c- communicate your feelings, like mm. struggling, mm. Uh, deal with it, do it yourself, find a way. And so I honestly started thinking, what can I do? I I remember at Melbourne Uni in the uh, what's it called, the building where everyone eats and things, um, cafeteria, cafeteria, whatever. Mm-hmm. They had this. Cabinet and it had sterling silver stuff in it. And I thought oh, I could, you know, hide in the toilet when they close. Or and then I thought, and where am I going to sell it? And how much is there that? No. no. So I kept thinking, thinking. And one day I'm watching television, The Great Educator. And there was a cops and robbers show. And these two robbers run into a bank and get the money and they run out and they get shot. Yep. I think it was Dirty Harry who shot or something. Him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I thought, oh, geez, that's a bad outcome. <laughs> and then I thought, but you know what? It's worth the risk. If, if you could get away with that, yeah. it just took like three minutes, four yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Problem solved. Yeah. Now, remember, I'm an accomplished little thief. Yeah. So I've got that kind of daring in me, right? And I say to people often, arm oh, robbery is just another form of stealing. It's just a more sophisticated level. More risque, of course. And it was
1: very, very popular <laughs> during that period. Yes. It was happening everywhere in Melbourne.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. To the point where, mm. uh, two weeks before I went to court, the Supreme Court, Court 4, Victorian Supreme Court, my barrister said to me, Arthur, they've just increased the minimum from 15 to 25 years for armed robbery. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> And I said, well, what do you mean? He, I didn't get it. <laughs> he said, mate. He'd been to law school. <laughs> he said, you are going to go away, I reckon, about five years. I said, oh, rubbish. Um, uh, I'd been now, caught. Now, Arthur, I'm, yeah, go- I'm just going yeah, yeah, to
1: interrupt Take- for a second. Look, it's a fascinating life. What we're going to do is we'll just continue, but we'll bring you back, if you're agreeable, yeah. for another session. Oh, okay. We do that with interesting people. Don't get, don't think of you know that as a compliment. But no, I said interesting. No. no, well, yeah, my wife's but, 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 a but bit different. So. Yeah, yeah. But you told me, you tell me, you, you're in court. How did you get to court? What happened?
2: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That, hey, Joe, that wasn't meant to happen. <laughs> that wasn't part of well, the. Well, at least you weren't shot
1: by Dirty Harry.
2: <laughs> well, well, um, tell us about no, it. No, not quite. Yeah. Uh, not Dirty Harry, but some other Harry. <laughs> um, so, so what happened was. When I sort of thought about it and thought about it Initially it just seemed like a crazy idea But as it developed and it seemed more feasible I thought, you know, this could bloody work And one day, just to put the icing on the cake I was in the city, Russell Street And I'm walking along And there used to be a place called Sam Bear It was like uh, camping gear and stuff And they'd have everything displayed in the window And as I'm looking, what do I see? I see a balaclava yeah, and right next to it, I see an imitation gun. gun right. In fact, there were a few of them, which, which you can't buy now. Yeah, because, the good old days, yeah. But it looked, feeding them like a real gun, and I thought, well, there's the tools of the trade, mate.
0: So I love your logic. You just see something, you're like, yeah, yeah. No, but it just work. fit it in, you know, because well,
2: I'm, I'm, I'm planning, I'm yeah. planning, and yeah. suddenly yeah. there it is. God put it in your, in your little hand. Yeah, God did it all right. <laughs> so I bought the gun. And I remember in the... But did you buy the balaclava or just steal No, it? I didn't buy the balaclava. Do you know why, though? It was too expensive? No. Why? It was too obvious. <laughs> if you walk into a place with a balaclava on, you're obviously going to rob it, right? Yeah. All right, all right. Okay. Keep going, you, you, keep going. You're not, you're not going skiing, mate. You, keep you, going. You're going to rob it. Keep going. You know, I was pretty thoughtful about all this. I was pretty methodical. Anyway, and I thought to myself, well, I went into a tab, right? And there were no cameras in those days. No, that's right. Security was really slack. That's right. And I thought, oh, well, that's good. And then I thought, well, instead of wearing a balaclava, why don't you disguise yourself? Because <laughs> you learned how to do it at school. Sure. And I did. Uh, huh? I had to put makeup on, mm. this and that and the other. Mm. So um, I went to my girlfriend and I told her of my plan. <laughs> she said, if you... No, I won't <laughs> use the expletive. She said, you're mad. What are you talking about? She thought I was kidding. I said, no, I'm really serious. I'm going to do this. Are you going to help me or not? She said, no, of course I'm not going to help you, Arthur. (laughs) I said, listen, this is how it is. Uh, Do you want to see me over Christmas? Because if I don't do something, I'm just going to work my ass off. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) With or without you. (laughs) With or without you. (laughs) So... uh, she did help me.
1: Mm. Uh, let's not implicate her in your No, boy, no, no, it's, boyish
2: it's, little thing there. No, I was chivalrous. I didn't impli- I didn't give her up even no, when no, the cops she, knew. but yeah. no, look I um I remember the f- the first robbery w- once I decided to do it. Um, she had a wig, a mm. black wig, yep, and it fitted on my my head, mm. so I put that on and then i I went and bought from uh, a makeup shop or something theater company thing um, false moustache yeah, oh, gody beard yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I thought oh it still looks too much like me so <laughs> then I thought what else can I do so I got some sponges and cut them up and stuck them up my nose so I'd flared my <laughs> nostrils like that and then I put some inside my cheeks And my yeah, cheeks were yeah. ballooned yeah, yeah. And I thought, oh, now oh. it's looking
0: Were there. you really, obviously you weren't Packing yourself, you were really G'd up for this Right? Oh, yeah. like, of course I was, and yeah. the
2: further I went The more the more into it I got Yeah, yeah. It was like doing, feeding him A performance Yeah it is a performance. Well, it is a performance because
1: in that period there were lots of blokes doing this. There were all over Why the place. Is but not that? Because it was easy. There was a lot of cash hanging. It was a cash economy. That's right. There was cash in the counter. People had drug problems. That's right. And they resolved it by armed robbery. Some used real arms. Some didn't. And it was it was an epidemic it down was. here in Smith Street all the time.
2: Mm-hmm. Epidemic. Do you, do you know where I did the first? Ro- not in, in Smith Street. Where? Well, the, sorry, it was the second one. The second one, right? Yes. Yeah, On the, yeah. S- s- yeah. There used to be a tab just down the road. Road, yeah. I yeah. drove here today and i yeah. <laughs> I drove past. <laughs> I thought, oh, shit. That's-. Um, and, and, and I did TABs. I didn't yeah. do... Banks had a bit of security. Yeah. They, they were they yeah. were more difficult, but TABs. Yeah. Yeah. And the moral issue, too.
1: Like, morally, these, these, these are just poor They're workers. ripping people off, mate. Yeah. They're
2: ripping the poor off. I knew that. Do you know the most money I got Was from here Collingwood Collingwood yeah. And in those days Collingwood was Poor Poor Yeah. And yet it had the most money Because that's where yeah. A lot of these people And so Look I, I walked uh, The first one was in Elphington, Near my place and I remember oh my
1: god the yeah. first law Fairfield. of criminality is you never rob where you no, live no well it wasn't I exactly. mean I, I, I look I I knew a kid right yeah and, and uh, he was staying with us for a while we were looking after him and he robbed the milk bar around the corner and I said mate you take everything back because if you're going to go into this life of crime you never you know <laughs> rob your neighbour
2: <laughs> you'll get caught <laughs> no <laughs> true story no, that's true. So, right. I mean, it wasn't around the corner. I right. lived in Thornbury. This oh, was right. in sort of fair... Yeah. It was a few cases. So, how long
1: did this all this go on for? Seven
2: months. Seven months. Yeah. And what, how did you get caught? But, but just... Yeah. Just let uh, me tell you how the first one happened. Because, right. see, coincidence happens. Again. The unexpected happens. God. Things you haven't planned or don't know happen. <laughs> right. For ex- For instance, when I walked into the tab, it was lateish afternoon. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know the hours mm, uh, uh, yeah. operating hours so I walked in and it was full packed with men yeah. and all these th- this this the televisions yeah, uh, yeah. televisions blaring yeah. and races here yeah. and there around Australia and yeah. and I walked in and I had this calico bag and uh, uh, I thought what am I going to friggin' do pull out this imitation so stick them up to all these guys so I walked over to the side window looking out onto the street and I just stood there and I was completely lost in my thoughts right and, and time passed I don't know how much and suddenly I hear a voice over the sound of the TVs and that and he says excuse me and I turn around and there's no one there they are all gone <laughs> and it's the manager <laughs> because of the noise I didn't hear this and being uh, what he'd done he'd opened the security enclosure door and he went to the to the front door and what I didn't know is that I'd walked in about five minutes before they'd they used to close in the late afternoon and reopen in the evening yeah and everybody came in for a late I didn't know that Mm. so I walked in at the perfect time and there he is waiting for me to leave and I just stood there looking at him and he said are you okay and I just put my hand in the bag and pulled the nozzle of the gun through and as soon as he saw it he just turned around as if we'd rehearsed this. And he walked behind the counter, and yep. I went after him, and he went to the yep. to the till, and he pulled the drawer open. Yep. And I'm standing there looking at him, and you can imagine, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to And he said, have you got a bag? Yeah. I said, oh yeah, a bag. Here's a bag. <laughs> <laughs> professional. He would
1: have been robbed before. As I said, it was an epidemic of armed robbery It was, it was. It was everywhere. He
2: it would have was. he would have known, he would I'm glad he didn't start screaming. I don't no, know. I, I, no, would he wouldn't have. I would have run out. it Wasn't his money. It wasn't his money, no. Yeah. And you shouldn't be... Here. Anyone listening here, if anyone ever robs you, yeah. doesn't Just, matter what they've got, give it to them. Yeah, it's not worth it. Especially if it's it. not yours. Because yeah. one thing I learned about armed um, robbers, you know, the feed ink and tough the, blokes, yeah, they, yeah. they have weapons and if they have to, they'll use they'll them. They'll use and they do use them. They don't them. want to go oh, yeah. to jail. Yeah,
1: well, the only good thing about, you know, the the modern age is that it's all computer fraud now. You don't actually have to buy a gun or a balaclava yeah, exactly. or put wads, put wads exactly. up your nose. Exactly. You, know?
2: you hardly ever hear about it. No, only, you know, only, you know, only total losers yeah. go into yeah. that these days
1: because there's no...
2: there's no, Only 6% of transactions are cash. That's <laughs> the other issue. The money's not there. But uh, but on this occasion, like, I mm. cleaned out... I even took the 5-cent pieces. I took everything, <laughs> right? And my bag was just overflowing with money. <laughs> and... Um, and, uh, oh, that's right, that's right. And I would have left, right? Yeah, yeah. And I just happened to say to the bloke, is that all there is? Mm-hmm. And he said, no, there's a safe. <laughs> and I said, oh, where is it? And he said, you're standing on it. <laughs> and I looked down, it was a wooden floor, right? Yeah, and there's yeah. a trapdoor, and I'm yeah. standing right on it. So I stepped off and he pulled opened the door and there's this great bit looked like a big bomb Mm. with a combination on on the on the top and i said open it and the poor guy he was so scared flustered he he forgot the numbers Mm. and then he's trying to open it and i said come on hurry up i want to get out of here i just wanted to go the adrenaline rush was Mm. unbelievable unbelievable and all of a sudden i hear a voice excuse me are you there bill or whatever his name was and i realized someone had come into the tab because the door had been left open, yeah. and I just ducked in. I said, "Fucking get rid of him!" And the manager stood up, and he knew the old bloke. And the old bloke goes, "Oh, there ya! Oh, can I get quickly before the race starts at Randwick or something?" And I said, "Get rid of him!" And he said, "Fuck off, will ya?" He swore at him. Yeah. And the old bloke, you know, yeah. well, um, you know, what's yeah. wrong? And he left. Then he came back down, and uh, he opened the vault. And there was a little calico bag in there. And that's where probably 80% of the money was. Big notes. Mm. tight, mm. Tightly wrapped. The equivalent, because I've checked it on the internet, mm. CPI, whatever mm. you call it. It was around sixty-five to $70,000. Mm. Mm. And that, my friend, was the beginning of the end. Because once you get money like that, yep. it, it doesn't have any value. You no. didn't earn it. And so you start spending it. Yeah. And mate, I went through that money in two months. Mm. Two months. Mm. People say to me, "How could you go through that much in (laughs) two months?" And I say to people, "If I told you, I'd give you another sixty or seventy thousand. You've got to use it in two months. You'll find a way. Don't worry about that." That's right. And Mm. my life just um, entered. uh, It's like a fantasy. I was in a bubble. Mm. It was just mad. I was stoned 24-7 on anything I could get my hands on. Um, I wasn't sleeping. uh, I wasn't eating properly. Uh, It was just a mess. And, And my girlfriend, she said to me one day, she said, do you love me? I said, what? Do you love me? I didn't what could I say Say, yes mm. I could have I could have said yeah I love you Mm. keep her happy but I didn't because I used to think a lot about what does that word mean because everyone seems to want it Mm. you know books movies songs Mm. love 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 Mm. I tried to write a few poems about it and um I I couldn't do it I said yeah I really care about yeah I tried to find other ways and um Eventually, I broke up with her because I knew she wanted mm. something that I didn't have to give mm. and uh, then I just went wild wild for, for a couple of months uh, did another robbery I did three I went to do a fourth and the woman this time started screaming when I said I had a gun yeah. and I just took off and ran away mm. um, but every couple of months on average I was doing one is the time to tell you now. Were you relieved to be arrested? I, in one sense, absolutely. I remember I said that to my sister when she came. Oh, I'm glad this is over. Mm. I'm glad because sooner or later I, I would have, I would have killed myself. Yeah, somebody would have put a bullet through your head. And not yeah. only that. I mean, I mm. remember driving down Turak Road. I used to go to a. Uh, Toc H Hotel, Turak Hotel, Silver's Nightclub, exclusive. You had 60 grand, mate. (laughs) Mate, I used used to walk past all the elegant men and women in Mm. their fine tuxedos and Mm. uh, Mm. to the floor dresses and jewellery, and I'd walk in in my banana boots, Mm. my old jeans with (laughs) holes in the knees, and this uh, Starsky jacket. You
1: realise you're setting a trend, mate. That's what they wear now. In the best night class. You, <laughs> was,
2: you no, were setting that. the trend. I didn't know that. Yeah. I used to give the waiter, like he'd say, the usual, sir. <laughs> oh, I loved that. And there'd always be a table. Yeah. And, yeah. Fifty buck and, tip. And I'd, yeah, in yeah. those days, I'd That's give him five, ten dollars, yeah. which is worth a you lot know, of money. A day's yeah. wage, yeah. And um, mm. so there was all this madness mm. going on. And so how had it? Maybe we'll end. Yeah, how long have we got?
0: Yeah, we've got about five minutes. All right. Left. No,
1: I just like. Obviously, there's a redemption to this story. Oh, yeah, all right, comes, there's redemption. That'll be part two.
2: Comes, two. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. Exactly. Right. Yeah,
1: you'd be. You'd be. You know, you'd be buried somewhere. <laughs> I would. Yeah.
2: So you got caught. Yeah. How did you get like, caught? Court. well I, I decided to go and do one more and this time i thought well i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, use the money and get a flat you know in south yarra oh, with right, all the yeah. pretty people yeah um so i, I went about it I, mm. I went to the there was a carton inn where they kept the refugees uh, recently uh, mm. COVID and all that and i got a room mm. and the night before i was driving from somewhere down south back home and i along St Kilda Road I see on the right hand side TAB and I thought right tomorrow I'm going to rob that just like that yeah. I'm going to rob that no staking nothing so I, I got the the room put all my paraphernalia on drove down there parked in a little lane around the corner just mm. off St Kilda Road mm. walked up the street I, you should have seen me I wish I'd taken a photo man I had this double breasted talk about not attracting attention to yourself <laughs> Double-breasted, pinstripe suit. suit right. yeah? And I had a Gatsby hat on, me, right. A Gatsby hat. Can you, can you picture it? Oh, and yeah. a velvet tie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the gun was inside the belt. belt. And I walked in and uh, everyone left. And I'm standing there, again, just like I always did, my yeah. modus operandi, yep, yep, as yep. the cops taught me. Yep. I had one. Yep. And uh, I waited. And the woman behind the counter, she went to the phone. And she starts kind of whispering to someone. And I'm thinking, who's she talking to? Now, I was so stoned, yeah. I just concluded she's calling the post-ops. post office. I don't know yeah. where that came yeah, from. from. It was closed, mind you, on yeah. Saturday <laughs> afternoons. And I just kept waiting. And what I didn't know is she had a photo kit they showed me. I wish they'd given me one. Would have been a, I would have framed it. You, that was you. And it was meant to be me. It didn't yeah. really look like yeah. me, but yeah. the behavior. Yeah. So she's called them suspicious character. Yeah. And just when... Instinctively, I thought something's wrong. Go! And as my foot, before it touched the ground, as I turned, a divvy van pulls up. Yeah. <laughs> so I put my foot, retrace the step, and I stand there, and my body goes into kind of, kind of concrete mode or something. Like mm. just froze. And out of the peripheral vision, I noticed two cops entered, and then I just stared ahead. And one of them walked up, and he said, "Excuse me, sir. Can we talk to you?" And he touched grabbed my sort of left shoulder and gently tried to turn me around Now when he touched me mm. i shit myself mm. i'm talking literally shit mm. myself in my pants i didn't discover that until an hour and a half later at russell street police headquarters mm. now if you can lose control like that thank goodness i didn't have a real gun or a knife exactly yeah. i could have killed him mm. and i nearly did mm. because when he turned me around and our eyes engaged and he sensed something, I started reaching as yeah. he put his hand on my jacket, he felt the gun, gun. And, he just, and we start to struggle, his partner starts to unlatch his gun, mm. he tries to trip me, I pull back and push him, he falls on the ground, I pull out the imitation, just as his partner's about to bring out the loaded revolver, now if it had been the other way around, mm. he would have killed Can me he, and you wouldn't yeah. have blamed the man. No. But I got it out first Threatened to kill his part I said mm-hmm. Put it back I'll kill him And mm-hmm. I'm swearing And then I Disarmed him of his weapon mm-hmm. And I stood there For about 20 seconds With a loaded gun My finger Shaking on the trigger I was just shaking mm-hmm. Aimed at his face And I'll never forget That man's face It was like Someone pulled A, a blind down mm-hmm. And it went from Colour t- To kind of Blank To Wow Then I Grabbed the other cop, bailed him up, jumped in the divvy van with him, and said, "Drive!" I just wanted to go. Mm. And he he said, oh, "I haven't got the keys. He's got the keys inside." It's like <laughs> Keystone Cops. So I said, "Right, give me your gun." So I take his gun, I stick it in me. Now I've got two guns, right, mm. and the imitation. So I run in. They've seen me coming. They've pulled the security door shut, and they've run out the back. Mm. So I'm in the tab now. What am I going to do? So I run out and run down the street to my car. And as I'm running, I've got two guns, right? And people are ducking left and right. I run around the corner, jump in the car. It's a manual. I flood it. <laughs> <açılters> <speaking inudge> <laughs> and on the fourth attempt, when I'm just about to get out and run, it starts. Mm. But what I didn't know is the cop in the car had come to the corner, looked around, got the details. So, two minutes later, when I thought I got away, an unmarked police car does a U turn on Chapel Street up there in Paran and it starts tailing me I turn left at the first street it tails me we go all the way down one way back into St Kilda Road as I'm going under the overpass St Kilda Road and that other one whatever it's called um they come up alongside me and the police officer in the passenger side put up a little sign saying police and he's going to pull over and I'm going me <laughs> <laughs> me I've Pulled off my my beard. I was choking. I could mm. the tie, I couldn't breathe. So I pull up and then I wait and then I look in the rear vision. And as they approach me, these two cops, they pull their jackets back and pull their big gun. 357 Magnum, one mm. of them had. And mm. when I saw that gun, mate, I just hit it. And I'm zooming through traffic and they're falling a bit behind. I get to the same intersection, Chapel Street and St Kilda Road, or whatever it was. And there's police cars, and there's cars sort of channelling through. Mm. And I got through again. And I go back up the same street. And I go back down the same side street. And they're trying to pass me. And it was like a movie. Surreal, it really was. I remember looking and thinking, is this really happening? And eventually, roadblock, I couldn't get through. I slam the brakes on, jump out of the car, start running. Mm. And then I hear boom, 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 four, four shots.
1: Mm.
2: Now, they were aimed at me. Yeah. Thankfully, they missed. However, I clipped a fence as I was trying to jump over it. There were people, it was housing commission on stilts, mm. and I ran under them, and there was a playground, and everyone mm. just hit the ground except for me. And when I clipped the fence, I landed on my back. As I'm about to get up, I hear a voice behind me, move, and I'll blow your effing head off. Mm. And I turn around, there's a Detective standing there in that pose, right. and he's waiting for me because I've got guns. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and he would let one go if I'd done anything, <laughs> yeah. but I didn't, I just All dropped. Right. Well, I, th- I yeah. think
1: that's a good place to end now. Just in case, what
0: a story!
1: Just in Sorry, case, I'm you breathless. think, <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> reliving. We'll have
0: to have a debrief after no, this. Don't we we anyway. don't
1: do be, debriefs, <laughs> he does, I don't. We know. will, you can, with, we will, can. Arthur and I will, yeah. But the thing is, um, Arthur, obviously. Um, your life's taken a different turn It has, and Joe, it has a, a different turn And obviously you're uh, repaying your debt to society Yeah, I've and done that I've yeah. repaid my debt it, Yeah, mm. so we'll we'll talk about that next time Yeah, you'll Yeah, just in case people think this is all glamorous <laughs> No, Because no, ultimately, that,
2: that, it's not glamorous No, it's not glamorous no. and, and and what's to come is uh, a bit ugly Yeah um, And some of it's a bit sedate, actually mm. And here I am mm. but That's my mm. life Yeah
1: yeah. Okay. Well, we'll be we're looking forward. Uh, Kelly will book you in for the second session, and right. uh, I'll bring the Bible, and uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll we'll work on it. Okay. Tell we'll the truth, try to the whole truth we'll, and nothing but the truth No, no. We'll just, we're just we're going to save you. We're going to save yeah. your soul. I oh, you you No, that, I've been so. that's that's I'm I'm saved. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm going to say. I'm that's well what, and truly saved. This is what we're going to show. There is yeah. redemption. Absolutely. There's always yeah, redemption, there especially is. in the 21st century. There's no redemption. You <laughs> do one thing wrong but in, in the good old days there was yeah. redemption. It we'll was. talk about redemption okay. and, and the fact that it's, it may sound, you know, exciting, but ultimately, as you said, you shit your pants, and that's yeah. not a good place to be.
2: Yeah. you reap what you sow. Yeah. Thank Thanks, you very much, Arthur. Arthur. Thank See you. you. Good next on you. Time. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks, Joe.
0: You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of Independent Community Radio Station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia.